1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. My good friend Mike Ramos is here. He's going to improve your credit and get you on your way to financial success. And you can reach out to him directly, 899-1448, 899-1448. That's 899-1448. Because life with bad credit... It sucks. That's right. Life with <laughs> bad credit is the worst. And there could be no better time for you to get qualified, which we'll do next with uh, Chris Napier. Mike, how have you been? I've been doing good. Um, the fight has been uh, uh, hot and heavy with the bureaus. Um, uh, we have right now have uh, 11 lawsuits filed in the last three months. Wow. And, um, and apparently... Um, Nobody's learning their lesson because they're, they're still continuing to do the things that they should not be doing. Um, again, I ranted and raved last week, which I got several calls on uh, in agreement um, uh, to, to the folks who heard uh, what I was talking about, and same things were happening to them too. And um, it's, it's extremely sad that so many uh, millions upon millions of dollars are lost in higher interest rates due to false reporting. Yep. And I don't know. I mean, I I have done everything I know how to do. Um, I mean, fight. I fight very hard for the folks um, all over the country. I fight for them to, to try to get this turned around. But it's like it's like trying to dig a hole in a pool of water. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like almost impossible. But so all keep do filling is, up and filling up and uh, filling up. It's like they don't care. Oh, well, you know what? We'll we'll pay the squeaky wheels and heck with the people that, that don't say anything. And um, so I just I don't know. But uh, this week I wanted to continue on. Uh, this is a long segment I did a couple of weeks ago on things you should know, and we're going to continue on with that this week. And uh, if I don't finish it, then the next week as well. Uh, but one of the things I want to talk about today is I'm sure everyone out there has asked themselves this question. Why does my credit score dictate how much insurance I pay on my vehicle in my home? Um, it makes no sense whatsoever to anybody I've talked to. I have spoken to three different uh, insurance agents or companies, and I got three different answers of why. Now, one of them being... Well, it shows responsibility that you would be a better driver if you had good credit. That is the most ridiculous and stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, I, had, I was sick, ended up in the hospital, ended up with medical bills my insurance didn't pay, dropped my credit score, and that makes me a bad driver and unresponsible. I, I, I just, you know, I, I, it's just, I think it's just a complete ploy to get more premiums out of consumers. Um, I've had folks that came into my office, we did the first run, um, raised their scores up by 100 points, and I'll say to them, hey, go to your insurance company and get reevaluated. And the last one we did, $40 less a month he's paying now. $40 less than he was paying because his score is a little better. $40 a month for a year, that's a lot of money. You know, I look at everything like, you know, at a year at a time, so um, it's a lot of money. And then the other one, oh, well, it shows uh, financial responsibility in a different way to be able to pay your bills uh, or if you had an accident or something like that. But isn't that what the insurance is for, to cover that? That's why you're paying insurance to take care of that? Um, you know, it, it just really frosts me and drives me crazy. And uh, hopefully uh, someday we can do something about this. 
um, and go back to relying on just our driving record and not our credit on top of it. Your credit has nothing to do with how you drive. Um, you know, now age does. I mean, we all know that. I mean, 18, 19 years old, you know, you're going to be a little more reckless than you are at 35, 40 years old. Hopefully you've, you know, grown up by that time. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, the, the, we're going to go on with things you should know. And um, one of the things I want to bring up, we, I've talked about this last year and before, but a lot of people are freaking out because of all the ID theft that we're having right now. It's pretty bad. Um, so you can put this on your credit report. I'm going to go over this with you. If you don't remember what I'm saying, call my office, and you can sit there with a pen, and I will read it to you. You can write it down so you can do this yourself. You want to put a statement on your credit report. You can do it yourself, and it doesn't cost you anything, and it's going to help you. Your statement will be, do not grant credit unless have picture ID, proof of signature, and Social Security card present during application. If these items aren't present during application, please call me at and list your cell phone number. So say you went into Macy's to pull your credit. To, say you went in there to buy something. They say, hey, you can get 20% off of you. Open a credit card. So you move forward to that. And they're going to see that alert. They're going to come out front and say, hey, uh, do you have this information? And they're going to say, of course not. You know, they don't have it because they're stealing, you're using your information to get this credit card. So then they're going to go in the back room and call you and ask you, are you at Macy's applying for a credit card right now? And no, I'm sitting on the couch. And at that point, the mall police will pick them up, and then they'll call the police down to take them away. And, um, and like I said before, don't be surprised um, if it's somebody you know, maybe family member. Uh, I deal with uh, a lot of ID theft, uh, ID theft cases in this state and also surrounding states. Um, usually they'll, they'll run ID theft recovery. A lot of times will go as high as $5,000. And as a consumer advocacy, uh, they'll, they'll usually refer them over to us because we only charge them three three fifty to to clean up the entire ID theft case, put the alerts on the reports, and get everything resolved all the way down until... Um, they're you know they're, they're clean and and they're ready to go without without threat of having it happen anymore. Um, but ID theft, as you know, you're here on the radio, you hear it on the television. It is on the rise. Um, the, these ID thefters are sequestered, maybe, and they're just sitting there all day thinking of ways they can rob people, uh, if they weren't already robbing people anyway, right? So this is a good thing to put on your credit report. Now, when you send it in. When you send this request in, or you want to send in a, a request for correction to Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, or LexisNexis, uh, who does report our tax liens and judgments now, um, if you don't see if you don't see your tax liens or judgments on your regular credit report, um, they're not there anymore, and you still have them. They're going to be on LexisNexis. And you can Google LexisNexis and request your report to find out if there's anything there. During the transition of moving all that over to them from the credit reporting agencies of Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, um, a lot of stuff uh, was dropped. And I, was, I pulled a lot lately. Um, actually, we had a, a young lady, this was just a few weeks ago, that was turned down for her home right at closing. That's horrible. And she said they found a judgment. And so we pulled the LexisNexis. Um, and it said no liens or judgments found under this person's social. 
So she was able to take that back to the title company. They released it and bought the house because that is right from LexisNexis. So if you get in a position where if something pops up, um, you're doubtful of it, go get that report from LexisNexis. Actually, a mortgage lender can pull it. And if it's not there and it says no liens or judgments, um, you know, the, the chances are uh, either they missed it or you're being cross-referenced with somebody else. Um, we, we refinanced our home recently. I actually did a streamline, and they were doing an investigation. They came back and stopped it because we had, they said we had liens, tax liens, against our flooring company. Well, I've never had a flooring company in my entire life. My wife came back with some on hers. She was joint owner and this flooring company. And so it happens, folks. So make sure um, that's not happening to you. We were able to prove, yeah, I've been in business for 31 years helping people with their credit. Um, you know, I wouldn't know how to put flooring in if, you, if I had to. And uh, that's why I just hired it done in my house not too long ago. <laughs> so if I was able to do it myself, trust me, I would have done it. Woo, that's expensive. So when you send this off, any kind of a request for any change on your credit report or addition, you want to send in two proofs of address and a proof of social. It's very important. Now, uh, they want a picture ID as well. So when you send this picture ID in, like your driver's license, if the driver's license matches the current address you're at, that, that constitutes your, your picture ID and one proof of address. And then you could use, uh, you know, like utility bills, bank statements, voters' registration, uh, any government document that has your address on it, uh, your fishing or hunting license has that on it. So uh, your concealed carry permit. So you can use any of those things to prove your address. And you'll send those off because if you don't, they're going to send you a letter wanting it. So why waste the time and just send it in the first place? Send it certified mail return receipt. Please do that. Um, as we talked about last week, uh, they're requesting for more information when they did receive the right information in the first place. So you really don't want to give them a reason to just look the other way. They, they do everything they can to get out of doing their job. And, and I, I just, thousands of examples, I have thousands of them. And it is just sad. It's sad what they do. You know, it used to be where you could just go in and clear up your own problems with your credit report. Very easy. They'd, they'd actually do an investigation, actually look into some, instead of just getting the request and say they're all yours and send it back. We had that happen on an ID theft case. Can you believe that? They said everything is yours and sent it back. Now, how did you prove that if they used your name, your Social Security number, and date of birth? Did you have an FBI handwriting uh, expert look at it? No, you didn't. So there's, that right there is grounds to sue immediately. Not only will you get a check, a nice check. We just did one not too long ago. Uh, they paid out almost $20,000 and fixed it. And, um, you know, it's a big no-no when it comes to ID theft to just come back and say they're all yours and not even look into it. I mean, it is a, it's on a higher level, put it that way. Now... When you get responses back of correction from the bureaus, you want to save those for seven years because that's your proof it was resolved. And, of course, after seven years, everything's past statute. So you want to just hold on to that as proof because they're not going to come back, say you find it back on your credit report for some reason, and you'll say, wait a minute, you found it not to be mine already and took it off. Here's the proof right here. It was deleted. 
they're not going to come back and say they lied the first time. And so, you know, look at taking care of that for you. So make sure certified mail return receipt, two proofs of address, and a proof of social. And, of course, your picture ID. Now we're going to talk about points and how many points uh, different things that happen to your report can cost you. Now, when you pay something late and it's caught live, and what I mean by that is, there, you say you went to pull your credit and you have an account that's currently delinquent. It says uh, I2 or R2. I is installment, R is revolving, meaning credit cards revolving, installment is I. Um, that's a 60 to 65 point hit on your score. You will pick up about 30 points back um, after it's brought current. Um, but this, that's a pretty big hit. Pulls you out of uh, being able to purchase something for a while. Um, and don't fall into this. If any credit repair company says to you, hire us. We can remove those valid lates. Don't waste your money or time. They cannot. I, I can't tell you how many people have called me up with that same thing. Hey, I talked to two different people today already, and they're ready to take my payment over the phone to remove these for me. Why are you saying no to me? And the reason they called me is I have the lowest fee. And so I told them, I said, do you understand? Look what they're just trying to get your money. They have 20, up to 24 months of history right in front of them. They're going to be able to verify that in a heartbeat. And what are they going to tell you? After six, eight months of paying 100 $200 a month or whatever it is, it didn't happen overnight. It won't get fixed overnight. And that's the verbiage you're going to get. And then after a year or two, you figured out it's not going to work and drop the whole thing. Don't fall for that, folks. Save your money. Uh, a late, you know, is not hitting your score hardly at all after two years. How you can push your score back up is keeping your credit cards below 30% at all times. That is a total score driver. And as long as you do that, your score will just keep pushing back up to where it was. And you'll be back on your feet again. And, um, and you know, I have not seen, uh, you know, I see a lot of high-profile people. And I, I, everybody has some little thing on their credit report or has in the past. So... You know, <laughs> now what I talk about next is collection accounts. Now, a collection account can hit your score for about 45 points. So that's a pretty good size hit. But here's another thing. When that happens and it hits your report and say for you call them up, you know, four or five months later, you pay it. It's going to drop your score again because it's going to renew the profit and loss date. Now, settling a credit card with the creditor. In collections, will actually give you a score increase because you're getting hit because hit, it's with the creditor, that's A. B, you're being hit for a closed account with a balance, which is 45 points off your score. Then you're going to get points back on top of it because it was over the 30% of the limit. So with a credit card, you will get points back. And um, But when you're talking about a medical bill, cell phone bills, apartment bills, things like that, you're going to take a hit when it hits and one when it's paid. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, Mike, I don't understand this. I paid all my debts off, everything in collections, and my score's lower now than it was before. And then when I fill them in on it, they're just so depressed over it. But like I always say, throw the rearview mirror away. You can't change it. Work on tomorrow. The best revenge in life is to do well, right? So you just go on and, and, and you know, fight your way through everything. Now, judgments and tax liens. Now, when they used to hit our credit reports... And by the way, a little history here. The reason why they stopped reporting them on the credit bureaus because they were crossing junior and senior like names, same names, because they were drawn from a public record site. 
Well, guess what? Now LexisNexis is drawing from the same kind of site. So the same things are going to happen that happened with the Bureau. So they may have it for five or six years and then give it back to the Bureau. Who knows? But when it, hit, when it used to hit our credit reports, it was a 75-point hit. It was a pretty hard hit, uh, judgments and liens. I've seen it as high as 75-point drop. But now, uh, being that LexisNexis doesn't reflect our score, um, it doesn't drop us. It doesn't hurt us as far as that's concerned. Will it stop us from getting things? Uh, yeah. If they pull a LexisNexis report, it sure will. Especially if you're trying to, you know, buy a house or something like that. Now, um, so if you, and if you want an actual LexisNexis report, you can contact my office and they can pull one for you and email it to you for, I think it's $10. So if you want to do that, call my office at 505-899-1448. 899-1448. And uh, just request that. Or if you want a credit report, they'll send you the link to pull your report for a dollar. Now, my website is creditrescuenow.com. That is creditrescuenow.com. If you get a chance, go on the site. Uh, check out my video on false reporting. That will blow your mind completely. And I've talked about it many times, but it will blow your mind. Now, how many inquiries can we have a year? Six. So you have control over where you want them to go. There could be 18 inquiries. That's six per bureau. That's 18. The only time they pull all three is when you buy a house. So you can, when you're buying a car, getting a credit card, things like that, you can put your inquiries where you want them. So say you're going to buy a vehicle. You have five inquiries with Equifax, three with TransUnion, and six with Experian. Well, I want to go to some place that uses TransUnion. And because I only have three there, so I can put that inquiry right there. So you'll contact a credit union that uses TransUnion and go to that particular credit union to complete your transaction. So you can actually push your inquiries right where you want them. You can dictate at the car lot which bureau you want them to pull. They can end up, if you let them do it on their own, they can pull your lowest score and end up paying a higher interest rate when you have a higher score than that on, on one of your other bureaus. So just be mindful of that, you know. Um, and also, collections, collection calls. You can stop collection calls to your home and your work by sending a simple letter stating that I want no more calls to my home or work or any of the numbers you may have for me or my family. And you send it certified mail return receipt to them. Once they sign for it, if they contact you, they're in trouble. We, you, can, you can get that debt dismissed for violating an 805 Act and um, because you have requested in writing a written no-call is a big no-no. No, they're not allowed to call you after that. So if you, you're having that problem or you're harassed at work and home, you send that letter off, certified mail return receipt. And if you want to call my office, I can actually email you a formatted letter. Uh, the girls will send it over to you. That's already written out for you. You could just retype it on your computer and send it. I also have a cease and desist order that you can get from our office. And if you say you receive a collection letter in the mail, and it's not on your credit report, they're just contacting saying you owe us this money. You can request that cease and desist order sent to you. You can send that cease and desist order off, and they can't call you, write you, talk to you, do nothing until they prove that debt is absolutely yours. And if they can't find their actual paperwork on it to prove that debt is yours, they have to go away. Goodbye. So if you get in that situation, you know, 
let it, just call my office and we'll get you that information. Folks, did you know that you can discharge tax liens in bankruptcy? Any income tax lien that's three years old can be wiped out completely in bankruptcy. Uh, I think it was last year we were talking about a client, $62 million lien. Can you believe that? $62 million. The guy was very wealthy before he lost everything. And uh, he came into my office, and uh, we, we, we told him, he said, well, you know, I have a $62 million lien. You guys can't help me. I said, well, did you know, you, if you're, how old is this lien? He said, it's six years old. I said, you could have filed three years ago. So if that happens to you, and you have a mass, you have massive tax liens, you can go, talk to a bankruptcy attorney to dismiss them all in Chapter 7 and wipe them away. So don't sit there for the next who knows how many years suffering over massive taxes. And also, a tax lien is only good for 10 years, and it's dead. So if they didn't collect it within 10 years, that is dead. And that, and that is right from uh, I, one of the guys that we work with. He retired from the federal IRS after 28 years. Wonderful guy, uh, Sam Chavez. He's, uh, he's helped so many consumers out there back on their feet again. And so um, if you ever need his assistance, call my office. We'll get you his number. But he is fantastic. He lived the code for 28 years. And so he can let you know what the truth of it all is. And, uh, and the truth is always good to know if you can ever dig it up. <laughs> now, did you also know that if you can get a letter from a doctor you're too disabled to work, they have to wipe out 100% of your student loans, all of them. You do not have to pay them back. All you do is contact the Student Loan Administration and say, listen, I am requesting the information on the Permanent Disabilities Act to dismiss my student loans. They'll send the paperwork to you. You fill it out. Have your doctor fill it out and send it in and ask them for a site to follow the progress on. And usually within about four to six months, they're wiped out completely. And they're zero out all the... Now, they're not going to take them off your credit report, but they'll zero out all the balances. So you'll have those student loans with zero balances and zero pass dues. Boom. Cleared of all of it. Uh, we had a, a couple, both both uh, Iraq veterans that came to my office. They got married over there, actually, husband and wife, horrible place to get married, I guess. But anyways, they were both injured by roadside bombs, unable to work, crying in my office, Mike, what's the purpose of fixing my credit? Why? We have 100 and, I think it was 120000 I think if I remember correctly, in student loans between them. And I said, listen... You can wipe these out. You're permanently disabled. You won't have to pay them back. And then the ter tears turned to joy. And after those were wiped out, zeroed out, they were able to go buy a home for themselves and their family. And when I talked to the Veterans Administration, I asked them, how many people in your database can't buy a home because of student loans in default and they're permanently disabled? He said, I have too many to count. And so we got that information over to them so they could start the process. This is anybody, folks. You do not have to be a veteran. Anybody out there can have this completely dismissed if they can get a letter from a doctor that you're disabled to work. So, you know, if you know somebody's disabled, share this with them because they certainly aren't sharing it with the public. And um, unless you unless you come back uh, and ask for it. You're not going to get it. So anybody you meet that's disabled, ask them, do you have student loans? Yes, I do. Well, are they just defaulted? You can get them dismissed. Even if they're not defaulted, you can get them all dismissed. So don't sit there with crummy credit forever because you have student loans on your credit report. 
And also, they're taking your tax returns every year when they're in collection. Jeez. This credit business is some scary stuff. That's all I got to say. Mike, <laughs> Mike, how can people reach you? 899-1448. That's 899-1448. 899-1448. Or you just visit him directly on his website. That, of course, is creditrescuenow.com. Creditrescuenow.com. Mike, see you same time, same place next week. Good 30-minute show here with Mike Ramos. Mike Ramos.